Riley. Yeah, Andrew? Uh, do you want to do a podcast? Yeah, but what would it be about? So, I, I got an idea here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Stormer requested it to me, so you, you, you know that it's got something behind it. You know it's got um, a little bit of thought. This is not just a fresh off the brain. This is marinated in the fridge for a little bit. Yeah, um... Speaking of things marinated in the fridge, uh, this is a podcast where the hosts review the snack assortment at different parties, which we have to record live at the party without being noticed. Ooh, so it's we're a secret shopper of sorts. But we're a secret... <laughs> now hold on, that actually unlocks another layer. Huh. Do we have to go without being noticed as just a normal member of the party? Or do we have to go without being invited <laughs> and not be noticed? Are so we infiltrating? I, I think that I think the thing that can't be noticed is that we're recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I don't know about you, but even before the panty started, I did not get invited to many parties. No, no, no. I was not. The, I think the only parties I got invited to were my in-laws and you inviting me over for New Year's. Yeah, I... I I just don't have that many events in my life where there is a like a, a, a snack mm. assortment. Listener, I know this may surprise you, but Andrew and I just do not have the party reach that we should. We, <laughs> you may not know this from the fact that uh, we spend our spare time sitting in dark rooms talking into microphones, mm-hmm. but we don't go outside very often. <laughs> and that's not just a secret. That's not just because of 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now i understand this but andrew unfortunately for you where we differ is uh back before the world ended i would go to my my wonderful in-laws and they would they would often like once a month throw a get together where everyone would come over and hang out it would be like a birthday party or just a just a general hangout session and there would mm-hmm. always be some sort of spread you know what I mean? They would always prepare appetizers in some way, and we would all have a good time. There'd be little hot dog weenies. There would be a charcuterie board. There'd be some prairie fire. It would be so much good stuff. And so, so I invite you over to my in-laws. Yeah, so you invite me to this this gathering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so now the stakes for me both... have doubled, because I yes. can't be caught recording a podcast. <laughs> we... And I can just be your weird friend recording a podcast. That's fine. Um, I'm I'm that for a lot of people. Um, so okay, so we we show up at the we we show up at the function. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lavalier mic that we have disguised as a um the the little the the flower thing that you wear to prom, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, 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 we're, yes, yes. We're wedding crashers, but for parties. I don't think we have to be invited. I think that we are we are finding parties. We're finding fancy parties that have snack tables. Mm-hmm. We're going in, labs hidden, and our job is to get in, eat one of every snack available, mm-hmm. talk about it, and get out. The secret snack squad. Now here here's the question. Do we have are we hooked up wirelessly so that we can communicate across the party? So there's two things, right? Or there's... is that weirder than just standing next to each other and talking? No, I don't think it's weirder because I think that like if we have like have you ever seen those intense gamer throat mics so that way you don't have to talk loudly into your microphone while you're playing Day Z with your friends? You got a throat mic, and so you can just talk really quietly under your breath. 
I haven't seen those, but I, I'll take your word for it. Those are a real thing. So we have those, and we're just like, and then in like one AirPod, because who's going to notice an AirPod in 2020? Everyone's like, ah, cool, yes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And 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 while we're there, I like take a bite of it, and I go like, mm, scrumptious. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not weird. And maybe maybe it's like I have to like have a conversation with another person. Where I'm like, oh, do you know what these are? And they're like, that's a bacon wrap date. I'm like, a bacon wrap date, you say? And then maybe this is a competition where we're seeing who can have the most guests on the podcast too. Ooh, now see, that's harder. Still, that gets us a point. How do we mic them? I guess I have a wrist-mounted lavalier mic as well, so I'm like holding my hand out with the tray to re- to show the microphone facing at them. Hello, I have a bouquet of flowers with me. Please speak directly into it. Please. No, 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 not forward into it. This isn't a cardioid from Rose. You you must speak into the side of the rose. <laughs> This is also. I'm very mad that someone put in the chat under this uh, under this tweet. Uh, Snake. This is a snacking mission, which is a perfect uh, Metal Gear Solid reference for the name of this podcast. I'm into this. I, I love this idea, but unfortunately, I, we, this is the beginning of the podcast. If I stop here, then we're done with the podcast. Andrew, I have a suggestion for you. What's uh, up? That is um the it, this is just the the question that I'm posing, and we will build off of this. What is the criteria of judging a cool robot? What is the rubric? And so I would like to propose to you a podca- podcast called Wow, Cool Rubric. And fuck, we need to judge robots. Now, I've already, I was like, no, we can't, Andrew and I surely cannot spend hours sitting there coming up with this rubric. And so I've gone ahead and already prepared a rubric for you. And so what I'm going to need you to do is pick a robot. Oh, uh, pick a robot. That's harder than you know. There are so many. How do I, what do I take into account? You must pick any robot and we will judge them on this rubric here in front of us. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, You've asked me that. So I'm forgetting every single (laughs) robot that has ever existed. I'm going to hit you with a wild one. I'm Mm going to go with Rosie from the Jetsons. Rosie from the Jetsons. Gotcha. 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 This is a good one. This gives us a lot to work with now. So I'm going to pull up Rosie from the Jetsons and pull up an image just so that way I can see, see her in my brain. And so for yeah. Wow Cool Rubric, I have this broken up into one, two, three, four, five, six different categories. And we will judge them cold and unfeeling. We Jesus are an academic Christ. rubric, and we must judge it as is. And we start with the made them look like us. This is how much this robot looks like a human. Is this a scale from one to five? One to five. Four. Now see, also fours are like the Zeo Megazord, uh, the Shining Gundam. Uh, yeah, the Iron Giant. I'm I'm seeing it here. Yeah, 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 four, four. I think I agree with that. Rosie has like lips. Rosie has arms, a waist. Rosie has a lot of human things that she does not need, and therefore she fits perfectly. Secondly, we have ability for combat or capacity for combat. This is how much damage Rosie could deal out, how deadly she could be in a fight. Unfortunately, uh, she is sassy. She knows how to clean. She knows how to cook. That's not a fight. Um, None of these are fighting. I think uh, knowing how to cook is knowing how to fight. You got to have quick actions with knives. I think that she's like a two. A two? So twos on this list. Uh, we've got the shi- the Shining Gundam from, from G Gundam. Uh, a one is a Roomba or Sunny from iRobot. 
I think I think I can agree with a two. I think that sounds right. Can the Shining Gundam not fight? It just has hands. What? It doesn't have a sword. Doesn't have guns. No missiles. All all it does is just use its big hands. And that's not that to fight other robots. Uh, yeah, but all it has is hands. I'll shoot it before it gets to me. Oh, I'll stab it with a sword. Okay. Um, Simple. But I, I disagree, but okay. Uh, so style comes next. I think we're looking at like a two. Mm-hmm. You, ooh, you do not like her style. I mean, I think she's fine, but I'm just not into the whole maid aesthetic. You know, it's not my thing. I'm but not, I don't like anime. I get it. But she meets that aesthetic well. She, she like lines up with that aesthetic. You know what I mean? Sure, but that's not what style means to me. True. I'll let that head. Style is not how well you fit in the box. True. Wow, cool factor. This is the wow, cool robotness of Rosie. I'm going to be real with you. I think this is a five. One. Excuse me. This is a robot that does everything for me, so I don't have to. Five. I I will meet you with a three. Three. What or does a, a Gundam do for you? A, a Gundam doesn't do much. It lets for you me. kick other robots. If a that's Roomba, one task. If a Roomba is a four, then ro- j- uh, Rosie, who is not a real robot, cannot reach a five. At most, she can be a four. But I think that's I think if she, you... she's not real, she has to be. A three. Fine. The Geneva Convention adherence. How likely is it that Rosie will do war crimes? Zero percent chance. Five. All right. Perfect. Five. I agree with that. And finally, independence. Five being perfectly independent. One being a a, a dumb baby and needs a pilot. I th- four. I think she's a four. Yeah. So that gives Rosie a total score of three point three. Which, if I sort this correctly means that she is tied with Sunny from iRobot, which I think is correct. She's under the Iron Giant, above Big Zam. This is perfect. Riley, I think you've put too much work into this for it to be a bit, but too little work into it for it to be a podcast. So I think I'm going to have to pass. Oh, damn, that's fine. Just so the listener knows, the best robots are Liger Zero and Voltron. What else do you have for me? You think Liger Zero and Voltron are not possible to do war crimes? No, 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 no. I think they are possible to do war crimes. I just don't think they do a ton of them. I think they're a four on the war on the Geneva Convention adherence scale. Because how they... many war crimes do you think you have to do to not adhere to the Geneva Convention? So here's the thing. I think that like a perfect five is does not participate in war and does not like want to. Four is does not want to participate in war and and but has to anyway you know what i mean no robot hold hold on liker zero and voltron don't give a shit if they participate in war i i don't think but i are you sure about that i think that voltron is specifically created to participate in war even if it's on the side that the show thinks is right doesn't mean that it doesn't want to participate in war but if it didn't want to participate in war it wouldn't transform into a giant dude with a fuck off sword but it does protect people it goes out of its way to try to make sure that people are safe and not go into battles that it doesn't have to you know what that's I mean? That's the excuse that we use too. That's di- I, true. That's different than Optimus Prime, who is a super cop and goes, "War is the thing I have to do always." Optimus Riley, Prime I got a pitch for you. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is this is from I'm Little Orchid. Uh, this is a book club, but we're only discussing books that we read once ten years ago. So you remember the Pendragon series, Andrew? <laughs> so we are we are every English teacher ever. Uh, <laughs> 
we have assembled here's what we do we assemble a guest and we say hey uh today we're gonna read what was it the pen dragon pen dragon yep hey we're gonna read pen dragon today uh for this podcast they'll say great i'll read it for the podcast and we'll say mm-hmm. great <laughs> and we sit down and we say so tell us what you thought about pen dragon mm-hmm. and we did not read it i'm basing my knowledge off the information of uh, 10 years ago of uh there are two different types of chapters from different perspectives and they're written in different fonts. And I think he travels between worlds and I'm in like the third book goes to a world that's like the ready player one universe actually, where it's a yeah. fake virtual reality. I'm going to do my usual. I'm just going to skim the Wikipedia article like 10 minutes before we record. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Okay. So this is us going in and being like, Hey, uh, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about Aragon. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read Aragon? I did. Your... <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read Aragon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, nah, that was a, that was a legitimate question. Oh no, absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. When I was twelve, I was like, "Wow, a fifteen-year-old wrote this. That's such a cool thing." And then when I was like sixteen, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, a fifteen-year-old wrote this. Uh, okay, <laughs> that makes sense." They, yeah, they truly let anybody publish things. Apparently. I I like this podcast. I like the idea of it, but the joke I feel like falters pretty quickly. You know what I mean? The thing, yeah. Once we're big enough to like reach big guests, I feel like they know what's up. They're gonna get it. They're gonna come in and be like, "Oh yeah, did you read the book?" And we're gonna be like, "No." Did you ever uh, Did you ever check out the podcast Faking a Murderer? No, but you've told me about it on this show okay. before. And was it on air? Was, okay. Yep, yep, yep. It was on air. <laughs> speaking of podcasts that i'm not sure if we've talked about on the show i got a pitch for you Mm -hmm. this is an this is this is from at jackson sherman one someone i know well uh their pitch is an anime rewatch podcast re-listen podcast see yes i feel like we've done this idea before but i'm not certain enough because i do still like that idea so i'm gonna say here's what we do um, I mm-hmm. am. We're gonna we're gonna next level meta. Um, we are watching One Piece. Okay, so we're we be, we are listening to we are watching One Piece. I love this. I Where love this. I have listened to every episode of We Are Watching One Piece. I have seen or read most of One Piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I I'm experienced and part of the culture, and I've actually been on a couple episodes of the show, so I'm well immersed in the, in the show mm-hmm. itself. And I've been on a cruise before, so that's basically One Piece, right? Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna go in and we're gonna listen to every episode of We Are Watching One Piece. Uh, we are we're doing a recap of them. You're listening to them blind. I've listened to them mm-hmm. all before, and we're gonna talk about. You're gonna say what you think that Jory's gonna think of the stuff that comes next. But see, I also don't know the stuff that comes next. Right. So we're just going to like, we're going to guess from there. We're, um, mm-hmm. Basically, we're mm-hmm. going to be like, hey, what do you think that Jory is going to think about what you think is going to come next? It's a pretty easy question. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, I think I can make sense of this. I think I can make sense of this. Mm-hmm. This is this is a good idea and I think is flawless in every way. Uh, Andrew, oh, perfect. Wrap it up. Andrew, I have a suggestion for you from my oh, good friend. Sh- I mean, if you need to do another one, sure. Oh, yeah. No, I need to. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I oh, Okay. I understand that you want to stick with this one, but it's just I need to spread out. Andrew, I have a suggestion here from Sarah McCostumes. We're a podcast Uh-oh. that unpacks the inherent intimacy of the co-hosting experience. 
I think that's what we do uh, before recording. Before every, every episode, episode of Podcast Minds, yeah. Um, $100 patrons can get access to the secret sad chats that Riley and I have before each show. Yep, that have like about 10 seconds of unbroken silence as we both kind of stare at our microphones, willing ourselves to get the jokes ready. And go, yep, yep. Oh boy, now we're ready to make a, a fucking comedy show. Oh god. <laughs> get the get the 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 yucks and yums a going. Yeah. Um I wanna pair that with a different thing that Sarah sent in this week. Uh-huh. We're gonna unpack the inherent intimacy of the co-hosting experience. Uh but this is also the new card game slash audio entertainment genre that everyone's been talking about. Strip podcasting. No, <laughs> We're getting rid of every barrier that exists between host and co-host. Mm-hmm. Uh, not between audience, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Audience, um, audience, stay. You, you stay on the other side of this. What you are going to be listening to is two hosts pushing the boundaries that they've put between each other until there's nothing left. So, you know, so here's the deal. I so. Um, I am currently going to therapy. I do telehealth sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. I think I've said this before, but my therapist's name is also Riley H, mm-hmm. which is very odd to me. So mm-hmm. we're just going to do that twice a week. Um, but here's here's the weird thing about therapy. Um, sometimes, I don't know if you've... Have you ever done therapy? Uh, as a kid, because when, you, when your parents are divorced, they go, you know what? You need therapy. And you know what you're not receptive to it like 13 years old therapy <laughs> sure an adult telling you how to feel about things yeah 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 <laughs> so no okay so well here's here's a fun fact about therapy is that sometimes you go in and a therapist asks you a question um and you don't want to answer it because you know that your answer is going to be bad uh-huh. um or at least like the way that you think about things is just like man i'm wrong about this aren't i i hate this mm-hmm. um so here's what we do. You and I, uh, each week, we're going to start a show, and uh, we're going to have um, a frank and intimate and honest conversation about just different things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to make sure that we ask each other a lot of questions. And if at any point one of us doesn't want to answer the question, we take off an article of clothing instead. <laughs> this is... And and see the thing is we don't record with a ca- we're not one of those camera recording freaks we are no god no we're only over audio but the uncomfort is there I I'm not mm-hmm. one of the, I'm I'm someone who always puts on pants before I record podcasting because I don't yeah. want to talk to another human without pants on yeah I yeah I can't do that uh, I I I could not imagine trying to do that I I some people are like I don't even put on pants to go to work and I'm like that's weird if you're on a video <laughs> honestly mm-hmm. if you're on a video chat with people and you're not wearing pants mm-hmm. and they expect you to be wearing pants in that mm-hmm. call you're doing something wrong you're about an inch away from tube in it and I will not have that <laughs> yeah like and that's not an inch that I'm willing to accept exactly um so this is a podcast that goes until one of us has either bared our soul or bared our ass, and there's no in-between. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Removing the barriers between podcasters until it's just skin-on-skin contact. Perfect. That's that's what every podcast wants. Andrew, I have a suggestion here from uh, from, 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 from Alec Kes- Alex Keswick that says, okay. Andrew the Rileyverse. I don't know what this means. Andrew the Rileyverse. <sighs> Andrew the Re- So this is a pun off of... Enter the Spider-Verse. 
Oh, okay. But it's Andrew the Riley verse. So are you? Because they, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, listener, I appreciate the attempt. That is a much harder forced rhyme than I think you're giving it credit for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So we we're out one day recording one of our great podcasts, and and I'm I'm killed on air. But before I'm killed on air. I am able to to give you my my fucking mask or whatever and you get you get bit by the Riley bug and then you go through space and time and meet another Riley out there in the Riley verse and you have to fit in as a Riley so it is an Andrew trying to find your way in the Riley verse. Hmm. This is an audio drama. This is an audio drama. There's no jokes. The good news is that we already sound kind of similar. We that is just that is just the, the the fucking like white millennial voice. We have podcaster voices. It's just how yeah. it is. I feel like I feel like we're actually you. Can, I think you can do a good impression of me. I don't know that I can do a good impression of you. Is the thing. I the thing is I have to like think exact. I I like zone in on like how you start Argonauts. Pause. But, the thing is that I have to go exactly into the... <laughs> I, I have to... Th- I, I can't do it. I don't think that was good. Think about how I start podcasts. Think about how, like, I've started this podcast. And also... <laughs> I have another suggestion for me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Did I get it? Yeah, you got it. You did a good job. Okay, sport. it it looks very bad in audacity, so I got that right too. <laughs> yeah, no, you you clip that fucker the fuck out. You did great. Good job, Tiger. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh my god, is this how your throat always feels? Yes, it's it's not. God, great. it's exhausting to be a Riley. <laughs> and that's the moral of the story, Finn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a a suggestion here from uh sarah mccostumes but actually i'm stopping that and cutting into a new idea uh sarah sarah said magic the dispersing that's a great suggestion sarah i'm glad you sent it in but also it's i'm a good a- joke well done i'm attached to the idea that was said earlier at the top of the strip podcasting idea where it was it was the new card game and andrew i want to bring to you we need to make podcasts are dead we all agree podcasts useless can't make it in this industry so what we need yeah, to do is netflix make- is netflix is pivoting to audio only mode mm-hmm. so i can only assume that they're about to get into podcasting can you Im- and when they do we all die can you imagine scrolling through your podcatcher and like trying to find an episode and every episode is starting to play as you like scroll over it <laughs> we need to the make- good news is there's going to be a built-in button so you can skip all the intros and ads i want to die so so you so Sarah had sent in the new card game slash audio entertainment card game, a podcasting card game. I think we need a Hearthstone, a Hearthpod, a podcast, a cast pod, some sort of. I want to pause. You just tried to combine two words together and came up with pod and cast. Yeah, no, I gave up and came out the other side of it. <laughs> <laughs> We need to come up with a competitive deck building game, a trading card game about podcasting. Okay, so this is like a, uh, what are we going to do, like a deck builder? Or are we going like competitive CCG? I want competitive CCG. 
Okay, so we need to think of like there are what are the different types of podcaster? You know what I mean? Where where does our where does our deck building start? My brain just goes immediately to like a magic clone, which is what all TCGs kind of end up becoming if you stick with mana. Yeah, well, it's you should. <laughs> You don't want to sacrifice two podcasters to get a bigger podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a reason. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. There's a reason Magic: The Gathering's been around for 20 years. That's all I'll say. Well, Paint also like Pokemon also does a energy thing, right? That has they like, do. They you, have mana, but it's different. You attach energy to cards individually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So I guess like. Here, here's what we need to think of. What what kind of podcast is a control podcast? Ooh, uh, I feel like the... So, I need to work a different direction. Okay, I feel okay, like okay. The, the aggro... I need to work backwards. Uh, I feel like true crime podcasts are aggro. Okay. Um, they're trying to go wide. They're trying to hit as hard as possible, as quickly as possible, so they can burn out bright uh, before people realize that they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're also, like, directly dealing damage to the psyche of its listeners. Yes. So, so yeah, that's aggro. I feel like, you know what? You know what? The Control podcast is, uh, uh, like, six-hour history deep dives. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. It's just where... somebody talking about, like, World War One for a very long time. Yeah, at some point you realize that you don't actually want to be listening to the podcast anymore, mm-hmm. but you are three hours in, and there are three hours to go, mm-hmm, and it's not mm-hmm. like your drive's getting any shorter. Yep, actual play podcasts are life gain podcasts. Because... Oh, absolutely not. Actual <laughs> no. play podcasts are like weird graveyard shit. Listen to this, listen to this. It's a life gain podcast because as every time you're like, all right, cool. It sounds like it's wrapping up. Nope, 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 nope. It is added another fucking 10 points to its health. It is stronger now. And you have ah, to Ah, they're like, time for another arc. You have to chip away at it. <laughs> We're just like, ah, oh, we've we've narrowed together all these these plot threads. Do we want to wrap it? No, nope, you want to nope. keep going? It's, it's, it's opened up again, baby. We're uh, taking this all the way to level 20, huh? <laughs> okay. C, C, C. We've got a lot of great ideas here. You know, like, I think that there is something to be said. Tech and tech podcasts are those weird, like, artifact decks that just want to, like, fiddle around. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're just going to sit there and dirtle, and, like, in 20 turns when you assemble your combo, it's going to be cool. But, like, in the meantime, you're just sitting there telling me mm-hmm. about, like, yeah, it's an iPhone. It's kind of like the last iPhone, but the camera's better, and mm-hmm. it's an iPhone. Yep, see, and that's the thing. If you want to do a fancy artifact deck, just play Yu-Gi-Oh. If you just want to have like weird combinations of things that are hyper-specific and only work in one exact instance, just play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, what, what is Yu-Gi-Oh? It's like highly highly specific. You need a... Uh, no one really plays it. Um, <laughs> and like... Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh is like each deck is like hyper-specific based on like a theme. You know what I mean? And then the cards are like, if you have if you have something of this theme, then this can happen. And then so, so it's so like it's like highly specific ingrained meta cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like there's they are all kind of self-referential in a specific way. And so they kind of uh-huh. move Riley, we're a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Oh. You are 